Thank you. How you doing, guys? Monday, December 11th, 8.04 p.m. Thank you so much for being live with me. This is Loud and Proud Orlando. Thank you so much. Uh, welcome. If it's your first time here, drop us a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. So who am I? My name is Luis Carlos Pineda. I'm a journalist here uh, based in Florida. I've been covering uh, the team for over uh, three or four seasons now. So Definitely, we have all the info, all the insight here at Loud and Proud Orlando for your Orlando City Lions, your Orlando Pride, and your OCB. So thank you so much for being uh, live with me here. Uh, drop us a thumbs up, comment on the uh, box right here on YouTube. You can drop us your comment and subscribe. We have uh, a whole week full of news, uh, full of news. Uh, and I'm going to start with a breaking news right now uh, to everyone that's listening and watching. Thank you so much. Breaking news. Uh, I want to say Mauricio Pereira has made it official. Mauricio Pereira, our former captain, signed with Nacional of Uruguay for uh, two seasons, according to, to Gonzalo de Leon, our colleague right here, and also from the club nacional uh, they just announced it two minutes ago uh, i'm gonna go ahead and uh, show the picture right here mauricio pereira is super happy to be back home in his uh home club mauricio pereira is back with el nacional de uruguay for two seasons so obviously the amounts are not disclosed but uh, obviously it probably adheres to what the club uh can afford Right. So Maori has a home now and it's going to be with Nacional of Uruguay. You know, uh, coming back home is always sometimes uh, real good uh, to come back home, to, to be with your family, to be with your peers. And I think this is what uh, this is the spark probably he needed to uh, to continue his uh, amazing career. So uh, on behalf of Loud and Proud Orlando, on behalf uh, also, from a lot of Orlando City fans, I'm sure we wish him the best on his future endeavors. And yes, today, today's uh, episode is called Future Endeavors because we're going to talk about how how many who who left, who stayed, and what's what's in stake for Orlando City to build up with the current squad that they currently have right now. So stick around, uh, drop us your comment, and thank you so much for watching. So. Breaking news again, Mauricio Pereira has signed officially with Nacional of Uruguay for two seasons. Uh, he's back, he's back home, and it's official now. So breaking news here, loud and proud. Thank you so much for everybody to being live with us. I appreciate I appreciate you and also appreciate all the support you provided uh, our outlet uh, this year. So thank you so much and uh, just stay tuned because next year is even going to be better. So we're going to have more content for you. We're going to have uh, a whole, this year, we're definitely going to do it, a brand new podcast for Orlando City as well, here joining uh, Loud and Proud. Um, we're, we're having a lot of good stuff happening. So possibly a Patreon. We're going to start looking into that as well and uh, get togethers with the fan base. So thank you so much for everybody. And congratulations again to Mauricio Pereira. Uh, for obviously uh, an amazing uh, five-year run here in Orlando City and also now signing two years with uh, Nacional of Uruguay. So Mauricio Pereira has signed with Nacional for two seasons. So 
Amazing. So l let's start with um, good news. You know what I mean? Let's start with good news. And and definitely this to me is fantastic for the club. Cesar Araujo. You know, what's happening with Cesar Araujo? Well, Cesar Araujo, according to Uruguayan sources, uh, they, told it, they told me this uh, a few weeks back. Uh, I, I posted it, I believe, uh, five days ago. And today uh, it was confirmed. Um, Cesar Araujo was uh, a, a list uh, was leaked by in Uruguayan media for some of the names that are going to be doing the pre-Olympic uh, games in Conmebol in South America. And uh, Cesar Araujo's name came about to be a, a starter for the under-23 for Uruguay. So right now, today, I can definitely say it's been confirmed um, that, you know, and I want to say congratulations, Cesar Araujo, to me, one of the best sixes the MLS has. You know, a, a lot of... Um, a lot of games uh, in his young career for the Orlando City Lions, a cornerstone of our mid, part of that double pivot that has given us, you know, to reach uh, really far in the playoffs. First, uh, first call up right here for the under 23 Uruguayan team that obviously is a star studded um, squad, you know, even even their youth. For being such a small country, uh, for being such a small country, they can develop so many great players. So, uh, the official list for the Pre-Olympic tournament was released already, and uh, Uruguay is going to debut on January the 24th against Paraguay in a, in Group B, where Argentina, Chile, and Peru will also be included. And talking about Peru, I mean Peru is doing terrible, even for the under 23. It's a whole mess. You have under 18 players, um, under 20 players playing under 23. There is really not a under 23 team, which is very scary. So Peru is going to go to a pre-Olympic tournament. To, just so you guys know how good we have it here in the United States, Peru is going to go with a under 20 team to play under 23 teams. People like uh, Cesar Araujo that has, you know, hundreds of games with Orlando City, starter in the MLS in the first team. So imagine that. It's like shooting yourself in the foot, right? Not everybody has the same upbringing. Nobody, nobody treats soccer the way it should be treated. And not only that, uh, unfortunately, down south, there's a lot of uh, informality. Nothing is really formal, and I think that needs to change. Uh, it's really sad because this is the future of the sport. And so I'm so happy to say that Uruguay and, um, to me, one of the best coaches in the world, Marcelo Bielsa, is putting his, is putting his responsibility, a big responsibility, on Cesar Araujo to be a possible starter for Uruguay under 23. And this means so much to him because imagine, guys, if Uruguay reaches far in the tournament, Orlando City, Cesar Araujo will be right there in the podium. And not only that, what does that do? It makes the player become a target for Europe, for Saudi Arabia, for 
you know, bigger MLS markets that may be targeting Cesar Araujo. Uh, maybe the first, um, maybe the, the senior team wants to have a, cal uh, a number six right next to, um, you know, uh, in, in the first team, in the senior team. So it's an opportunity for players to get really noticed and uh, skyrocket the, you know, their value. And this is good for Orlando because Orlando can, if they want, sell him super high. So if he cost, if if, if he cost us like a um, million dollars, uh, we could sell him for eleven million. <laughs> you know what I mean? If he does, a, if he has a great tournament. So just think about the return of investment. In a way, these tournaments, you, this pre-Olympic under twenty-three youth tournaments, mean for the club. So this is huge for us. Huge, huge for us. So uh, congratulations to Cesar Araujo for this great news, the great piece of news uh, representing his home country. So uh, let's continue. Let's see if there's any comments. I want to go see, see if there's any comments. No, there's no comments. Thank you so much for being live with me. On the other uh, piece of you know news, um, Orlando City will be playing a friendly. Yes, we will be playing a friendly against... Clubi Regatas do Flamengo. What did I just say? Flamengo. We're going to be playing one of the biggest Brazilian powerhouses. So, if not the biggest, with the biggest uh, crowds. When, you know, fill up, they fill up stadiums. Now, this is what people are not going to tell you. Sources tell me that um, Flamengo, it's not going to come with their a team sources from from brazil colleagues from brazil have told me that flamengo is going to probably come you know with a mix of youth and um senior players um they have not released the who's going to travel yet i will be probably guys making you know i'm probably will be making you guys uh, you know letting you guys know on social media more than likely and uh, but yeah, Flamengo is definitely coming. That's one of the reasons that also pushed a change of venue. Because originally, as you guys can see in the post that I posted uh, on the post that I uh, placed on uh, four days ago, uh, it was going to be originally in Camping World Stadium for the 27th of January. Now it's the same day, same time, but now it's at Exploria. Uh, so it's going to be uh, good in a way. I, I, I think that, you know, th there could be easily 19,000 people that day, maybe 20,000. I don't know if it will sell out. Obviously, if Flamengo would come with their A team, I'm sure that, um, you know, it could probably get packed. Um, so far, for, for my understanding, is this is preseason for, for uh, Flamengo. And uh, essentially, they're just trying out, you know, Tite is their coach, you know, Tite, you know, the guy who was linked for Orlando City by all these outlets. Uh, well, Tite is uh, now coach of Flamengo. So it's their 120th, um, you know, um, trip. <laughs> I want to say, no, it's a common thing for Flamengo to come to the United States. That's what I'm trying to say. They, you know, um, so I want to tell you guys a little bit, and this is in our Instagram too, you guys could see. So we faced Flamengo in the past. We faced them in 2015. We traveled to Brazil 
and we played in the historic Maracana Stadium, and uh, we faced uh, Omengao, Flamengo, on their 120th anniversary. So we lost 1-0. Uh, Adrian Heath uh, was, was our coach. Uh, we, we, we traveled without Kaká, Kyle Aaron, Breck Shea, you know, and uh, we had um, a star-studded squad. Now I know some people laughed. You know, with uh, Harrison Heath, Christian Higuita, Rafael Ramos, which is, he's now in Corinthians, uh, Rafael Ramos, uh, Darwin Seren, Pedro Ribeiro, Adrian Winter. So, you know, uh, Adrian Winter, actually, which is, was a fan favorite at the time, uh, he missed a PK. And, uh, you know, well, he got a PK. He got fouled uh, on the box. He got a PK. And then Brian Roches which I think now he's playing in Honduras, if I want to be honest. I don't remember which specific team he's playing now with. Brian Roches uh, missed. Flamengo, actually, uh, that year, they did play with uh, their current uh, starters. And obviously, uh, a lot of things have changed uh, since then, guys. You know, a lot of things have changed since then. Um, obviously, Orlando City has improved tremendously. And I have a feeling that Orlando can definitely do a good job containing a Brazilian team. And it will make uh, world news if Orlando gets to defeat um, Flamengo. Now, it's not the first time that Orlando beats uh, pretty big teams. Um, Newcastle United as well, when they used to be in USL, Orlando City beat them, I think, 1-0 at Camping World Stadium. So... Um, definitely Orlando has, uh, that, that magic, you know, that, that with a really small team, you know, with maybe with subs, they could definitely make an impact and beat a powerhouse like this. So, you know, uh, so look, look at Darwin Seren, you know, look at Rafa Ramos right there, you know, um, so going back in time, but it's definitely going to be a, a good, uh, a good game. Uh, to kind of, you know, freshen up your legs. You got to remember that Orlando is going to be playing the CONCACAF Champions League. And so, you know, they got to get ready. They have a short vacation time. So right now the players are on vacation, but they have a short short vacation uh, time on their hands. Uh, they don't have a lot of time to to really waste uh, with, with, with a lot of holiday food, right? So they got to get back in rhythm fast. And I think playing against a team that, even if it's coming with a mix of youth and old, I, I believe that it's a very powerful team and uh, it will definitely be great press for our starlets. You know, people like Duncan Maguire, people like Thomas Williams, people like Abdi Salim, you know, we'll talk about all of that. I think they need to start getting more in rhythm to play uh, the four tournaments that Orlando is going to be playing, right? I mean, League's Cup and things like that. So, you know, it's 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 very uh, important to give them uh, time to get used to the first team. So uh, Orlando City playing against Flamengo now at Explorer Stadium on January 27th of 2024. It's going to be a great game. It's definitely going to be there. Loud and proud Orlando will be there. And, well, uh, I also wanted to mention, since we're talking about, um, you know, this, and I did post this on my Twitter as well. You guys can follow me at uh, Pene, um at LPO underscore podcast. That's for Latin Proud Orlando or my own Pineda underscore uh, ORL. Um, 
who's this guy? You guys are probably wondering, you know, who's this, who's this guy, right? Uh, I was actually very surprised that we had a we had a player in common with Flamengo. You know, Leo Pereira was a former Orlando City player that, you know, currently he plays for Flamengo and he's going to be a starter, according to some of my colleagues in Brazil. Um, he's going to be a starter, more than likely. Uh, he's going to be given a, probably both halves uh, against Orlando. He's a defender. He belonged to Atletico Paranaense. Uh, was loaned uh, to Orlando City in 2017 in March, uh, and he played until the end of the season, and then his contract was not renewed. We didn't pick up his option. As a Lion, he played 28 games only. He did not score no, not one single goal, nor provided not even one assist. So, you know, a lot of people don't remember him, but obviously this is going to be a great opportunity for him to also get showcased because now there's you see a lot of Brazilian players trying to come come into the MLS because it's such a good market for them. I mean, they could not only revitalize their careers coming in a not so old age, but, you know, they can come maybe at 27, 28, 29 years old uh, and, and come here and make a huge impact, um, get paid really well, uh, nothing to compare to, you know, Brazil, even though Brazil pays really well too. Um, you know, they get um, better perks, you know, by, by living in the United States. I mean, they could become themselves permanent residents, which is huge for any player that wants to, you know, come and set sail here in the United States and be a, a fellow taxpayer, right? So uh, the, 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 the style of, of, of life, you know, that you live here in the United States you know, with less crime, more, you know, more family oriented, you know, a lot of players, that's really what's attracting MLS. And not only that, you know, you go to a Starbucks and you get people saying, hi, you know, hi, but they, they, they don't overcrowd you like they do in South America. So, you know, there's no paparazzis and none of that stuff. So, you know, it's a perfect safe ha haven for a lot of players down south and so i believe that i mean look leo pereira is going to be a starter who knows you know his, day, his days may be counted in uh in uh Serie uh, of brazil and he may be you know chicago fire may pick him up you know who knows but it will be a great opportunity also for him to showcase his talents again here in the mls and talking about the mls and talking about brazil we're gonna go to some of the rumors that are happening uh, right now with some players that are uh, being linked with Orlando City. Right now, uh, good things are that, you know, there's really not a lot of, uh, there's no really not a lot of noise right now, but uh, from a good source, um, I was I was told about this right here. Um, now this sparked uh, <laughs> quite a conversation with a lot of the <laughs> people, not only for, for, um, for Facebook, but also for, for from our Instagram. Uh, now, you guys probably, if you, if it, and it's okay if you don't recognize who he is. Um, it could be a, a a shorter version of Tesho Akindele, you know, <laughs> you know, with with a, with a higher beard. I don't know, right? Uh, but no, this this guy is uh, Lucas Moura, right? He played for uh, 
well, I think a lot of people remember him mo- most uh, for, you know, playing for Tottenham in, in, in the in the Premier League. So, um, I mean, I'm just saying here, this is my opinion. You know, he's 31 years old right now. He really, it's not, he's not really, he's not scoring a lot of goals lately. Let's just be completely nice about it. He's not scoring a lot of goals. Uh, and I think what Orlando City needs is scoring power. You know, um, we need someone to pair up with Duncan Maguire. And when Ivan Angulo, if he renews, or Facundo, Tor- Facundo Torres are on the wings, when they attack in transition, he finishes the play. We've seen it time and time again this past two seasons that Orlando attacks, 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 generates, creates, but no one finishes. No one has the finishing touch. Now, this is a pro and a con, and I'm going to say it. Pros and cons. The pros with Lucas Moda. If the price is right, it could not be a bad pickup. That's number one. Two. Um, he's still a player that is, has a good age, 31 for MLS, really, uh, it's really not that bad, right? Also remember the price three, um, this could be a player and Orlando is being known for doing this, especially under Oscar Pareja, which we'll talk about Oscar in just a minute. He has everything set in motion to possibly renew with Orlando City for two seasons. And I'm going to give kudos to Alonso Contreras, my pal, mi amigo, Alonso Elinka. Un abrazo, hermano. So I want to say that um, Oscar and his staff, they have a thing of revitalizing players' careers. You saw it with Nani. You saw it with... Alexander Pato, you've seen the evolution of Kyle Smith. And don't tell me that there has not been an evolution. He's improved tremendously. Uh, You may not like the way he plays now, but he's improved tremendously. You see the evolution of Pedro Galese coming from a caterpie, becoming a freaking huge butterfly, right? Then you have uh, people like Ivan Angulo, taking somebody that's been benched everywhere in Brazil, coming from a huge team like Palmeiras, but not having that option of being a starter. Boom, shakalaka. You're a starter. You're an important piece of the puzzle. He's been one of the most important players in Orlando City this year. Uh, And so on and so on and so on and so on. And I keep keep continuing. The the multifaceted positioning of Tesho Akindele We've seen Tesho as a six, as a 10, as a striker, as a winger. The only person who could do that is Oscar, right? Dagger Dan, coming from Iceland, playing as a six, as a D-mid. Make him play as a right back, excelling in that position. So those are things that Oscar can do. And I think he could definitely do this with Lucas Moda. I believe he can. Now, is he the pickup that I'm expecting? Be honest with you, no. I I, I would like to see, and this is just my own personal opinion, I would like to see 
someone that's has a higher scoring power than than Lucas Moda. Uh, we need someone that makes an immediate impact. Look, Columbus with two signings mid-season, um, last season, just won the MLS Cup. Cucho Hernandez and then Diego Rossi. Right? And also Matan. Right? And uh and look and look at the squad that he built uh, that they built, right? Now we're, we're the good thing about Orlando is that we're maintaining our core. We just need a good center back, probably a DP, a right wing or a left winger that could play both wings, right? Uh, since we're keeping Luca Petrasso and Kyle Smith, we just need one that could play both. And we could also keep Dagger down there. That's not a problem. We need a 10. But when I say a 10, it's a solid 10. Like a like people are saying Luca Modric. Like, look, if Luca if Luca Modric wants to come to the MLS, fantastic. If it's to Orlando City, even better. I mean, obviously, he still has quality, but he's also an aging player. We're going to have him for a couple of seasons. What if he has a career-ending injury? You know, he's he's really not that tall. So uh, we need a 10 that's going to make an impact. Somebody like Carles Hill. Somebody like Hani Mukhtar, Right? Somebody that you know when that person's driving the ball, Orlando's going to do something in attack, important. Like, you cannot take it lightly. With Mauricio, you've seen Mauricio play this way, like the way, I mentioned, uh, the way I'm mentioning it. But you've also seen inconsistencies in his, in his performances before. We cannot have that, especially if we want to surpass the season we've had uh just now right and i think we always need to aim a little high right now um that's what the wolves need to do they need to this year orlando doesn't have to be a a i just i just collected all my all my coupons and i'm saving all this money you know, and I'm making the best out of what I have. And I don't think we're in that position. I think we're in the position of spending some money. A good center back, a right back or a left back that could play both wings. Somebody like DeAndre Yetling. It, it could be somebody within the MLS, right? Uh, it could be Miguel Trauco that has, has been was released by San Jose Earthquakes that has no team right now. Something to you know, he already knows Pedro. They play for the national team together. You know, he could maybe play both wings. Think about that. Also, you can look for Denmark, you can look for Bundesliga 2, you know, Bundesliga 2, or even Bundesliga, and try to get somebody that could play both wings that you know has a good ratio of assists. That is obviously the scouting department's uh, job, but I'm just saying that's what I would like to see. We need a solid 10, a solid number 10, somebody that we're able to, we know that he's on the pitch, you know things are going to happen. And as a backup, you can have, you know, somebody else playing the 10 right there. It could be even Faku. 
it could be, you know, it could be Martin Ojeda, right? So that's that. And we need a striker. Now, James Rodriguez, there's also been rumors about James Rodriguez, you know, the Colombian, Colombian, um, there's a lot of Colombian, a Colombian, um, a, a, a lot of Colombians live in Orlando. <laughs> there's a big Colombian community. That's what I'm trying to say in Orlando. And, uh, you know, if Hamer Rodriguez wants to come play in the MLS, why not? You know, I, I think he he I think he has a lot of quality left. And I think Oscar could be another good project for Oscar Pereja to to develop into our system. You know, uh, another option is a good striker, somebody that you could pair up, either somebody with a lot of experience that is like maybe 31, 32 years old, pairing with Duncan Maguire. And, uh, and you know, he'd be able to learn. Because let's be completely honest, there have been rumors, and, and I could definitely say there has been rumors uh, of Duncan Maguire being, um, you know, you know, Serie A, Bologna, which is a really small club in, in Italy. It's being, you know, uh, scouting Duncan Maguire and and blah, blah, blah. And there's another team from like, uh, you know, n- you know, another team from I think is Netherlands or, you know, and, and look, Duncan Maguire still needs to stay in the MLS for at least another season. He need and it's, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm not saying that he he cannot he cannot perform. Uh, yeah, he can. I just feel look, Duncan, don't get too excited because number one, those teams that you're being linked to are are really bad teams, dude. <laughs> like Bologna, you know, Bologna is beef baloney is, is what I ate in my sandwich, man. And then you got, um, you know, RWD Molenbeek, Molenbeek from whatever place in (laughs) Netherlands. Dude, think about it. You could score 12, 13 goals next season or, okay, 10 goals. You can score, maybe you get called up for the under 23s. And you have a hell of a freaking tournament, dude. Hell of a tournament. It, it, eyes are going to be on you. And then you go and you play Copa America. Let's say you get a chance to play Copa America. The eyes of the whole world are going to be on you. You're going to revalue yourself. You're going you're gonna to become, oh, crap, this kid's for real now. In, in country, he has three goals. And in his MLS club, he has 11. You know, I think once Duncan is seasoned like that, you take the goals that he scored this season, plus the scores he, he, he scores this season, plus country goals. So goals that he scores for the United States. That's going to make his stakes go super high uh, and definitely get to a maybe a Bundesliga 2 team like Ricardo Pepe at some point, or P- a, a, a Twente or a, a Feyenoord in, in Holland, right? I respect the team, right? Not not like a lower tier, you know, I'm going to go and play for relegation club. 
or a well-respected championship team that is always going to make it to the Premier League, right? If you jump ahead sometimes, you may get burned. I want to say hello to uh, Chris Mueller, right? If you jump too ahead, sometimes you get burned. And I definitely don't want that for for Duncan McGuire. I mean, because he's a phenomenal talent. And then again, he's going to go and he's going to make his own decision. Again, that's just my opinion. I feel like he still has a lot to give to Orlando City. And I know that he's going to be a part of the, of next year's squad. Now, we need to find either somebody that helps him out and we could play a different system, like a 4-4-2 or a 4-3-3 with two strikers. Or, or you know, maybe a Raul Ruiz, you know, that wants to leave. I don't know. But we need to find a, another a striker that's able to put it in right now with what we have a proven striker right uh it could be from europe it could be from brazil it could be from argentina you know you have gustavo Bo that wants to leave uh, new england revolution like gustavo Bo has played the league he made a lot of goals in the argentina superliga before reaching the mls uh he's been top scorer in new england revolution gustavo Bo could be a good compliment we know that Ramiro Enrique, at the moment, he's very, very green. And I'm not saying this in a bad way, but he's just very green. We need somebody. I mean, if we. I mean, you have to understand this. On the east, you have Columbus. You have New England. You have Charlotte. You have Inter Miami with the whole MLS behind them. Right, you're gonna have uh, Philadelphia. You're gonna have see. So you're getting that, right? You're getting it. Cincinnati. You don't think those teams are gonna get new players? You don't think those teams are gonna scout young new, young new exciting players? Of course they are. Today I was actually talking to Alonzo. We were talking about this, right? About the options and all that. And we'll talk in just a moment about that. We're going to read your comments in just a second. And, you know, if, and I was saying, you know, what he was telling me, but, but Lewis, if let's say Orlando doesn't pick up or they don't come to an agreement with Angulo and we lose Angulo, you know, what, what, what do you think it's, you know, it's going to happen? And I was like, look, I have a feeling that if that happens, I know for a fact it's because if they're going to pass the opportunity to re-sign Angulo or conversations becomes, they, they, they get stalled for some reason, they got to have one better than Angulo on the way. If not, we are screwed, literally, because you take our one piece, even though, yes, he has issues finishing with the finishing touch, and I think everyone knows that. But Angulo, <laughs> you take right in case conversations may fall, right? You gotta have they gotta have somebody better, and I have a feeling that they do. If but I am a hot look, I could I can make a bet, I guarantee you they're gonna stay. Him and Wilder are gonna stay. Wilder today was a Disney World, 
with his daughter. They were they, they were having a lot of fun times. He is delighted with the life in the United States. He's delighted in the city beautiful. He loves the fans. Every time he talks about the MLS in Peru is high praise, high praise to the league, high praise to the to the organization, to the people that work for the club, high praise with everyone in Peruvian media. Trust me, I know. I have uh, almost 10K podcast in, in Peru. And and I, I can hear it. So I have no doubt that he wants to stay here. I have no doubt. No doubt. No doubt that he wants to stay here, And uh, but we'll see. Who is on the way of Orlando City re-signing Ivan Angulo and Willer Cartagena? You may ask. I will tell you. Ivan Angulo, the only people that could maybe make some moves on him to steer him away from Orlando is 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 Palmeiras, the owner of his of his of his contract. Or um another MLS team that wants to pay double or triple what we're paying. That's th those are the only two options he has. You see what I'm saying? And I honestly don't think Palmeiras wants him because he knows that there's better players than him in, in Brazil and said, yeah. Now, what about Wilder? So far, uh, no club aside of one has shown interest in signing Wilder. And that is Alianza Lima, a per the per Peruvian powerhouse, one of the biggest clubs in Peru. Wilder was a former player of them. And they're trying to... He, he's going to go to Peru for the holidays with his family in, in the next couple of days. And they're going to try to, hey, man, why are you? You want to come back? You know, look, we're ready to play Copa Libertadores. We're ready to play Copa Libertadores. We have a great project. We have money. We could pay the same as, as Orlando. Well, how much do you want, right? You could be with your family here, happy, you know, right? Don't do it, Wilder. Don't succumb. To temptation. Don't succumb to the forbidden fruit, which is Alianza Lima. Unfortunately, Alianza Lima, it's horrible in international competition. And I'm from Alianza Lima. There's the flag right there. The blue flag that looks like the Cuban flag, but it's not. That's the Alianza Lima flag. I could tell you that Alianza Lima internationally is a disaster. <laughs> their administration is a disaster and compared to what he has in Orlando which is structure a coach you have you know infrastructure you have uh commodities like a good front office that's always there to help a translator in every press conference I want to say hello to Rob you know you know Help if you need, hey, I need help with this. The club's right there for you. All you got to do is just play the sport, <laughs> you know? That doesn't, the Peruvian, the Peruvian League, which is one of the worst in South America, doesn't give you those commodities. They could pay you the, the world if they want, but they're not going to give you that, that style of life.
So, you know, look at Pedro, right? So I think Alianza, Alianza Lima is going to try to lure him, but I believe uh, in what he said in every, every press conference and every magazine and every article that I've read in Peru as well. I love the MLS. I'm so happy there. I want to stay in Orlando. I want to be there with the fans. They have the best fans in the in the MLS. He said that in Peruvian media. They, we have the best fans in the MLS, and I, and he's not. He, and he's completely right. He's completely right. So I am a hundred percent for certain that he's going to be staying in Orlando City. Also, Ivan Angulo, because he doesn't have really any suitable people that want his services in a way, right? So. Now, uh, with that being said, let's read some comments. Get John Kennedy at number 10, AC's replacement screw it. Get Lucas Moda too. There you go. That's the, those are good. Those are good, you know, John Kennedy, John F. Kennedy. <laughs> oh, geez. There's no point of Duncan, uh, JCBs. There's no point in Duncan moving to Europe to play relegation. Might as well stay here and get the exposure. There you go. You imagine if Duncan McGuire scores a hat trick against Inter Miami. You know in how many newspapers all around the world he's going to be? His parents are probably going to collect all the newspapers and clips and videos. And, and you know, he's going to be everywhere. Gabriel, hi, good day. How you doing, my friend? Wilder needs to stay, man, for sure. JCBs, how much do you think it would take to keep Cartagena in Angulo? Look, I, I don't know, honestly. I, I'd be a liar if I tell you. If, if I know, I have no fucking clue. Sorry, part of my half word. I have no clue. But all I can tell you is both players are keen to stay. They want to stay. They want to stay with Pareja. Pareja's about to resign. He's about to sign for two years. And and they're they're ready to come back to, to work. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, you know, who would they rather go to international competition? With Orlando City, with their boys? Right with Duncan, with Pedro, with Ivan, with Cesar, with Robin, or with Alianza Lima, bro. That he's they're probably gonna lose every game. I mean, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. I think it's a no-brainer, man. <laughs> like, I mean, they gotta be really needing the money if they especially for Wilder if he wants to go to, to South America. So uh, let's let's talk about uh, what Alonso said, and I want to give uh, uh, kudos to Alonso. I'm gonna put his Twitter right here, you know, and um, right here. Uh, Tom Boger confirmed what I said about Oscar Pereja at least two years, and he did. Um, you know, um, everything has been set in motion for Orlando City to renew Oscar Pereja. And here is where I'm going to go all off. There were some people in the beginning of the year that pitted against the fan base of Orlando City. And then they shield themselves with, it was. it is my opinion, IMO. without realizing sometimes that they completely now look completely stupid 
because pareja is renewing, you know? And you gotta take it, man. You know, when you when you mess up, you gotta take it. There's always gonna be somebody that's gonna bring it up. And you gotta take it, bro. And put some lipstick on and take it. Because Oscar Pareja is renewing. The man who literally made us go to the playoffs. <laughs> we never been to the playoffs before without him. Uh, he's who better than the person who made us be who we are now to take us there. He's a, and again, I say it one more time. He's a top three coach in the MLS. You have Wilfred Nancy, MLS Ch Cup champion, Pat Noonan, and then you have Oscar Pereja. There's no one there. You can tell me whatever you want. But those are the top three, my friend. And I think, and I'm so happy that we have a, a club and, and, and an organization that does the right thing. That it's going to, it's prioritizing, you know, not only the core of the team, but just building on top of the core. And I think now with the Wolves opening their wallet, you know, I think it's going to be great with Oscar. Now you have to understand, Orlando needs to build an identity of how they want to play. It's never, they're never going to be playing the same. There's always going to be mistakes. But no one, the way how the season started, started a little shaky, right? People were making fun of the gelling when he was saying gelling all the time. Well, now that gel transformed into a beautiful swan. And here you go. We almost made it to the promised land this year. If it would have been for that poop game against Columbus, right? But it happens. That's the sport, right? Now, um, what's next for Oscar Pereja? Wish him the best of luck. I think he's the right man for the job. Phenomenal human being. Phenomenal coach. The way he's, what he's done with. Pedro, with Cesar, with a double pivot, with with Duncan McGuire, with Dagger Dan. I mean, how can you say Papi out with that type of, with those types of moves? You got to be like brain dead. Like you got, you know, sorry to be a little upfront, but look, come on, man. Like, you know, I'm going to get loose tonight when it comes to this. Like, seriously, like. With all with all with all those moves, how can you still say who who are you expecting Guardiola to come and we're gonna play like Manchester City? Who 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 are you expecting? Mourinho? Josep Mourinho? Who 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 are, who are you expecting? You gotta find someone suitable for the job. And I think after this season, we didn't make it to the promised land, but we made it with a core. With good players, spending the less money. And now that we're gonna open the wallets, I believe that it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Now, if Oscar doesn't do a good job, like it could happen, right? I'm sure, like in Oscar fashion, he'll take the heat, right? And we have to be in the sport patient. 
because Rome isn't built in a day. We are not on that level. We are not on that level of expectation like Real Madrid, like Barcelona, like Chelsea. We're not in that level yet. We can compare ourselves to Brentford. We can compare ourselves to Sunderland. We can't. We're in the MLS. Come on. So, guys, we got to be super happy about this news. So, Oscar Pereja is back. Two more years. Let's go. Let's go. You know, uh, you know, to infinity and beyond. Correct? And talking about news, we already talked about uh, Alonso's uh, taking time on, which is Oscar Pereja has been signed. I'm sure it will be announced. And I'm sure, you know, they'll renew Musi and, and Ricardo, hopefully, you know. Uh, I mean, they are cornerstones for the club. I mean, they've they've done tremendous, tremendous job, a tremendous job. So um, we're gonna go and we're gonna talk about um, we're gonna talk about this this news, this piece of news that happened today. So you're probably wondering what's happening there. Well, uh, according to some of my colleagues in Brazil. Um, so Brazilian media reported that one of the Atlético Paranaense, which is um, uh, a middle, mid-tier team in Brazil, they always um, play either, they play Copa Sudamericana, you know, maybe it's like, kind of like a Champions, you know, Champions Cup, you know, level, you know, for, for South America. Uh, some of their, you know, you know, the chairman traveled to the United States to meet with uh, representatives uh, of several several representatives and business owners in the United States that were maybe interested in acquiring 40 to 50 percent of their shares, which is worth around six hundred million dollars within those people that they were going to meet with. Um, you saw Bank of America. You saw XP, which is another investment team here in the United States. Uh, they invest a lot in sports, sports entertainment. And you also saw Siggy Wilf. Siggy Wilf. Siggy Wilf uh, is one of the few American businessmen right now interested in to be a majority shareholder, stakeholder of Atlético Paranaense from Brazil Serie A. He obviously is the owner and president of NFL's uh, Minnesota Vikings and obviously the majority shareholder of Orlando City and Orlando Pride. So, um, you know, people online have, you know, put like, what are they doing, you know, and and I'm going to respond to them in just a second. But I think this is fantastic. I think this is great if this is true. Now, you have to... You have to di- differentiate. This is an interest. It's an interest of CEO Wealth. That doesn't say that he's going to purchase the team. I'm just going to completely make it clear. There is an interest. Aside of him, the other American businessman that is inquiring about this potential sale of shares is the owner of the Kansas City Chiefs. That's right. He's also, I think his uh, family of Lamar Hunt, he's like a Hunt. I forgot his first name, but his last name is Hunt. The Hunt Group. The Hunt Group. The Hunt Group wants to 
also inquire and they're going to meet with the people from Atletico Paranaense. Now, why to me this is good? Uh, let's first see what the people said, right? Because I like to be completely upfront. I'm going to go here and share my screen real quick. Um, and I'm going to show you guys uh, what people have said when I posted in several groups, right? Um, let's go first to this one. On Let's go right here. And uh, you can drop us uh, your comment and subscribe. So right here. Okay, so this one, they didn't put really a lot of comments here. So disregard. Let me go to another another group. Hold on. Let me go ahead and look for another group right now. And then I'll go ahead and share my screen real quick. But there was a lot of people that said, hey, you know, like, why why this? You know, why can't they just go somewhere else? And, and why don't you focus on so-and-so? And I'll explain. But you have to – I have to have the – I have to have the actual, you know, um, hold on. What's happening here? All right, I think I think my let me take take let me take myself out of there. There you go, guys. Thank you for sticking around. I had an issue. I don't know why my internet like when like <laughs> my internet like died. Uh, so my apologies. I I you know this is the thing. It is what happened. I'll be honest. You guys are probably gonna think I'm so dumb. Uh, so I connect, you know, have all my Christmas lights and, uh, it's rain, it, it rained. So I probably tripped and my, my, my fire optic, uh, internet, it's in the garage. So I have to unplug that stupid thing and probably, you know, that's just my fault, but my apologies guys. So why, why the move? of Atletico Paranaense, why why this interest? And, and I believe, you know, you see it now with uh, Citigroup in the UK and what they've been doing with, with buying and acquiring all these teams. And they built a database of different players from all over the world, from different leagues. You have Montevideo City, Manchester City, NYCFC, and now Girona. And look at how what Girona is doing in Spain. So, two one ownership group building a bunch of br bridges around the world, and obviously this is great not only for our for our academy, which we can send players to other places, 
we can send players to Brazil and then also players from Brazil can come here, right? But um, it builds a bridge between two leagues. And Brazil in South America is the top league in the in the, in the in the, in South America. You know, so you have Brazil number one, you have Argentina number two, but Argentina right now, it's you know, there's not a lot of money. You know, I'll be honest with you, but the the physicality is right there. That maybe Ecuador is number three, Uruguay, you know, or vice versa. You know, but you're building a bridge, and what does Orlando? How can Orlando benefit? What if this young Brazilian great right winger, it's available with 17 years old, wants to maybe play in the MLS a couple of seasons before coming back into Atlético Paranaense? It's the same ownership group. They can do it. Just like Tati Castellanos. Look what Tati Castellanos did. He went to Girona and he ended up now playing in Serie A in Italy. So, those are the type of things that are definitely um, the wills are grasping. I believe the the idea of becoming a a a, a soccer uh, powerhouse, just like the Saudi Arabian IMFs and things like that, that they own Messi and PSG and Citigroup, which is a Saudi Arabian IMF uh, investment monetary fund, right? They want to do. And it seems like if they're interested in expanding the reachability, not just to NFL, but also now MLS and now overseas, right? Uh, and I think that's fantastic. I think it's fantastic for the league. I think it's fantastic because it's going to put Orlando City, you know, um, out there in South America as well. Now, who was who started this? Now, listen, so you guys could know. Alex Leitao. Do you guys remember Alex Leitao? You're probably just like, yeah, I do remember Alex Leitao. Well, Alex Leitao is the sporting director of Atletico Paranaense. And he's the one who obviously brought in the Wolves to Orlando as well. So he's now, he made a call, I'm sure, and said, hey, would you be interested? Hey, yeah, let me talk to this guy and see what he and he what he has to offer, right? What this Atletico team has to offer, right? So we'll see what happens, right? There's a lot of big, 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 I'm talking about billions, billions, billionaires uh, trying to reach and buy other clubs. So look, look at Toe Bowley with Chelsea. Obviously, he's doing terrible. But look at Toe, uh, at Todd Bowley, right? So these owners now are seeing 2026 coming soon. Soccer is the next sport. Soccer is going to be the next sport in the country. You know, and they want to be the first at it. Because if you if you aim first, you're last. That's their mentality. So let's read some comments real quick. Lucas uh, Fotu. I would love I would love to say more the more more about the possible multi-club ownership, but I don't have a good understanding of the track record of this kind of thing. I would say I prefer the Wolves to focus on OC. Oh no, of course. I'm not, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying that's probably what they're thinking, right? Uh, and obviously, of course, they need to focus on OC. They need to open their wallet this year. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I'm not trying to downplay what you say. Uh, by by no means. I, I'm just saying, uh, I feel like um, 
this is great for our growing league, you know, to have owners from the United States trying to buy clubs from team, you know, from, from leagues like the Brazilian league, you know, I, I think it's great. It's a bridge that they build and, you know, Orlando city has always been tied in with Brazilians, you know, and with Uruguayans now. So I think it's, it's just a matter of time. If they, if that's why they want to do, you know, obviously, um, that's, that's maybe what they're thinking right now. It's an interest. I do want to say Lucas. It's not yet set in stone, right? I'm sure Orlando will know. They'll make probably a post about it at some point if this becomes a reality. But uh, right now, it's been very good. Uh, there's a, a good reception. Uh, it, you know, people in Brazil have been very receptive to the news that Orlando City, potential Orlando City owners may be interested in buying their club. Some of the fans have actually said, hey, that's great. Look what Orlando has done in their short time as a club, you know, recently, especially, you know, because now in Brazil, you can see the MLS, you know, and so it's, I think it's great. So uh, I think it's positive, but I do agree with you that they got to do better with the signings. I, I, I completely I agree wholeheartedly. And I, I thank you for your comment. Uh, and I totally agree with you wholeheartedly. So, um, we talked about that. Uh, I had on my on my list of topics before I close. Uh, you know who stays and who goes. Should I stay or should I go? And I want to apologize for me being on my cell phone. <laughs> uh, let me see if I can find my my actual tripod so I can, don't have to hold my phone. Hold on one second. Uh, <laughs> hold on one second. Oh my god. Hold on. And um, oh yeah, it's right here. My tripod. Hold on. Here's my tripod. Man, I've been, I had this tripod for two years, guys. So thank you so much for your patience. If you're listening, uh, thank you for your support. And if you're watching, drop us a comment and drop us a thumbs up. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, also, I promise this year to put more TikTok content. I've been uh, pretty much uh, tied up with other things, but I'll make sure to to do a little better. All right, let's see if I can get it to work. There you go. There you go. There you go. Fantastic. There you go. All right, perfect. All right, so uh, we're gonna talk about who stays and who goes, right? And today the club, you know, first and foremost, um, Mr. Austin David, <laughs> Release the who wants the rumors for Orlando City, right? <laughs> right, the meme, right? I want to say hello to Austin. He's a great guy. And then um, obviously we we got the list, right? And I'm gonna go ahead and see if I can pull it pull it up right now. Uh, hold on one second. I have to go and see if I can get my. There you go. Um, you see, you guys can hear me. You guys can hear me okay? Yeah, great. Okay, fantastic. Um, all right. So, oh, where's the list right here? Let me pull it up. There you go. 
Let me pull it up right now. Appreciate that. Uh, drop us a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. So, uh, and I'm going to go go over all of this. Oh, my apologies. So I, I was saying, you know, the options were were picked up by, you know, for for a lot of the players, right? And uh, two of the players that options were not exercised were Adam Greenwich, and I think we said it here that we knew that he was kind of probably going to go. Um, we also uh, mentioned Wilfredo Rivera, and Wilfredo Rivera, unfortunately. You know his option was not uh, picked up. You know he was he was not picked up, and also Junior Urso. And now Felipe Martins versus Junior Urso, right? Now Felipe Martins have been uh, a player that has definitely exceeded all expectations outside the field. Uh, inside the field, he still needs a lot a lot of things to improve. Um, we have not really seen enough. He's had some good moments with Orlando City but we need to see a little bit more of him right now he's going to be uh, more more than likely a, an option of the bench you know like you know and probably a cost effective option of the bench compared to junior now uh, and I, i'm saying this if they want to get another midfielder why spending let's say 800k on junior when they can maybe get they can maybe get uh, felipe which is almost right there and then with him for 250 right so i'm, I'm just saying to give you guys a ballpark idea right so that's i think one of the reasons aside that he's a fantastic human being you know, he's always there on social media. He's a social media king for Orlando City, obviously. You know, that's one of the reasons, too, is good press, right? Now, um, are we going to get somebody else there? I'm sure. I'm sure we are. Now, Wilfredo Rivera, unfortunately, uh, and, and, and I'm not going to say this to be mean, but It sucks that we have not seen enough of Wilfredo Rivera. But it's also because it's also because we've seen other players shine in his position. And if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Now, I expected to see Wilfredo Rivera played in a US Open Cup scenario and things like that, but it didn't happen. I think that if Orlando would have gone further on the US Open Cup, maybe we would have seen more of Wilfredo Rivera or even Fabian Loyola. You have to understand Orlando put Fabian Loyola before Wilfredo. So that means that this is just a coach decision. And when a coach makes a decision, sometimes you know may, you may not like it as a player, but sometimes you have to know when it's time to say goodbye and go and be sought after and fly, fly like a bird, like Nelly Furtado and fly somewhere else. And I think uh, Wilfredo has the talent to make it somewhere else. And then eventually, when he's a seasoned vet, come back and defend uh, the purple and gold again, right? Um, but at the moment, 
I feel like not even in his, we'll see what Puerto Rico can do also in CONCACAF, right? Right now it's, 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 it's a big question mark at Puerto Rican football or Puerto Rican football or Puerto Rican soccer, right? So, um, and uh, when it comes to, um, obviously, Mauricio Pereira, no, right? Mauricio Pereira is no longer with the club, but, you know, the rest of the team, it's been pretty much untouched. Uh, we're keeping the core. I expect, based on the moves we've seen today and the roster updates of the club, that Orlando is probably going to make four really good signings. Four really good signings, and then keep what he what they have. Now you can d disagree with me and say that maybe four good signings are not good enough, but I feel that's the way Orlando's going to go. Now, if you're asking me if we need players like Busquets, like Jordi Alba, you know these are players that are aging players. Orlando has a different view. You know, if you are Orlando City fan, you know Musi and Ricardo Moreira do not think that way. They think low cost, high reward. But I think this year, things are going to change a little bit. I think those four signings, uh, Mr. Wolf is going to go ahead. I'm gonna go get something real quick here. <laughs> no, drop us a thumbs up. I'm I, I'm acting like my like my other pod. I do a lot of this. He's gonna go open his wallet. Okay. How much you want? <laughs> right. He's going to have to open the wallet. Open your wallet, guys. Open your wallet, Mr. Wolf. Let's get some four good, 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 good players that are able to take us to the next level, too. We need a 10. We need a we need a striker that's going to compete with Duncan. We need to put some fire up. To, uh, Duncan already proved that by himself he can do it. Now let's put some competition, some pep on his step. You know, let's make him let's make him work a little harder. Let's make him work. Now he's going to have the whole preseason again in 2024. Let's go. Let's let's get let's get, you know, James Rodriguez. Let's get Luka Modric, right? Right? Uh, I think the crowd needs that too. Uh four good signings. I'll say it one more time. This is just my opinion. Now, John's not here, Paula's not here, but you know, uh I want to say hello to uh john is probably going to be watching this later and paola as well a good center back dp somebody next to robin jensen somebody that we're not even going to feel that ac is gone right rodri we've seen what he can do and he can still come off the bench and maybe have some games that he's a starter but we know what he can give us but also we know uh what are his it, it, the things that he fails on, right? We saw it against Columbus, right? Well, I'm not even going to talk about it because I start crying, right? All right. Then we need a right back or a left back that can play both wings if you want to save money. If you want to spend a little more, left back and a right back. Why? 
You're going to put Dagger on some competition too. You're going to also, Luca Petrasso put in some competition. And also, Luca Petrasso could play as a starter at a different tournament. Making the best use of your, you know, and then you have also Rafa Santos. You could have Rafa Santos also for some games. And you protect your players, you know. But I say just one. One player that could play either a right back or a left back. That, you know, that we have. We already have Rafa Santos, Luca Petrasso on the right. Let's see what we have on the left, right? Kyle Smith and Dagger Dan. I think we need somebody on the right. On the right. A right back. Then, a 10. A 10. Look, if you guys like Luca Modric, Luca Modric. If you guys are like James Rodriguez, James Rodriguez. They're superb players. Somebody like, you know, Ezequiel Barco, if he wants to come back to the MLS. You know, somebody, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, we need to find a player that's able to make a big impact every time he's on the pitch. Just like the Luciano Acostas, like the, you know, um, Hani Mukhtars, like the Carles Hills. We need that level of, a, like a Nico Lodeiro in Seattle, like that. And then we need a nine. We need a nine that's able, when you get the ball from Santos, score. When there is like a set piece from ABC player, boom, able to score. Someone is going to give Duncan not only some coaching uh, and, and improve his game even more by playing next to him, or somebody is going to pep his step a little up. And competition is always good, especially for strikers. It's always great. A lot of a lot of strikers get better when they have somebody competing for the starting role, and so and I have no doubt that uh, Duncan wants to compete. He's a winner. So, anyways, I want to uh, go ahead and uh, say thank you to everyone that has been watching. I want to do say that I apologize for the technical difficulties that I had at the end of the show. I promise you that I if. If I send this on audio form, I'll make sure to cut the dead air if there was any. Uh, but I wanted to definitely thank you guys for your support. We will continue. Holidays won't stop me. I'm very determined. What's coming for LPO is fantastic. We're gonna get we're gonna have info, news, a, possibly a pod for Orlando Pride. We're gonna have videos. We have TikToks with latest news, rumors, and things like that happening in the club. And we're also gonna have a get together, a meeting of the minds. I'm gonna call it, so that we can meet all of you in person, and uh, we we'll, we'll share. We'll we'll grab a couple of brewskis, you know. We may make some food, you know, and and chill and hang out and make a community. May the community grow. I also wanted to give thank you, a uh, huge thanks to um, Orlando City uh, for your support to Latin Proud Orlando, um, for making us part of 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 this fantastic year as well, and uh, you know to El Profe, to Facu, to Pedro, to you know. And to my pals right there in the press box, I want to say thank you to Alonso, you know, Alonso with with uh, Austin David, Mike, Mike Ramajo. Uh, I want to say hello to Mike. 
right? The Chris from 24 Flicks, right? With Danielle, right, Danielle. And everyone, all the all of our staff, all of our photographers too this year, Gabriel Gomez, you know, um, you know, George, George, George has been tremendous, tremendous. All the pictures y'all have on Instagram uh, are George's, George's or Gabe's, uh, 1A1 Creative. Thank you for your friendship, for your support to George, a phenomenal human being. Um, outstanding young man, and nothing but praise. Gabe also, all the other photographers that have helped us out, you know, Mark Thor, um, you know, everyone in Orlando City has been so, so, so great this year. Uh, always uh, doing, doing the best. And uh, all of our other photographers that have helped us out. I know I'm forgetting people and I don't want to sound very ungrateful. But you know who you are if I'm saying that all the photographers we've had, because it's not just been George and Gabe, it's been more. And uh, y'all have made a huge impact in, in Ladder and Proud. So we're coming next year. Uh, we're going to continue. You're, you're going to see me every Monday still. <laughs> There's going to be Orlando news. But, um, you know, we're going to probably have more interviews as well. And uh, I also want to say that uh, next year we're going to probably have a facelift on, of all sorts. Not me, right? <laughs> a facelift of the brand and uh, with a brand new intro, with uh, brand new things, banners, graphics, uh, a whole revamp of the Instagram page. And if you haven't check us out yet on instagram follow us at lpl underscore podcast and i also want to give uh a lot of um a lot of praise to everyone that has embraced us here in the oc oc twitter community and uh orlando city community since we started you know um you guys are the reason why we do this we do this with not to gain anything out of this. Uh, we do it for the love of the city beautiful. And uh, I just want to say thank you for your all, all your support. Uh, now, we will come back next Monday or a little sooner on the week. Uh, stick around on our social media accounts. Drop us a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. Let's see if there's any comments left. No, there's no comments left. But, well, I want to thank you guys for your support. Um, and, you know, if I don't see you, have a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. And vamos Orlando, guys. Vamos Orlando. We'll see you guys next week. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Have a good night. Take care. Now I'm going to go to my other podcast. Ladra el fútbol. Have a good one, guys.